Well, well, well. How are you, good people? This is Dwayne. March 2nd, 2020. How are you? I hope that this finds you well-blessed and in your right mind. Here we are, 525,600 minutes in the year and ticking away. I want to thank you for choosing to subscribe to this podcast I also want to thank my sponsors. Thank you so very much. It is greatly appreciated. So how are you? I really, really do hope that you're well. Me? Oh, I'm doing okay. Life is happening. We are moving forward. Not going to let the past define us. But we're going to move into our greatness. Into... The great unknown. (laughs) As they say, we're walking by faith and not by sight. Yes, so here we are. And I do hope that you are taking care of yourself. So many things going on, right? So many things going on. I do hope that you're paying attention, keeping your eyes and ears open to all the many things that are happening in the world around us. I'm in the tri-state area here in New Jersey, and there's a lot going on. And I'm sure wherever this finds you around the world, that there are many, many things going on in your world as well. So, what can we do here on our journey to make an impact, a lasting legacy of some sort? We talk about legacy a lot. We talk about what things we want to leave on the earth all of us are unfortunately going to leave this planet at some designated time but while we are here what can we do to actually make an incredible impact so that when the day does come when our numbers call that people will say he or she did amazing things they were actually really great people And I'm glad I had a chance to experience some time with them. Now, some of us on our journeys have had not the best experiences with all people. And, you know, myself included in that. I wish that I had had amazing experiences everywhere I went. Unfortunately, that did not happen. Now, you pray that some people won't define you in some of those moments when you just don't get along with certain people. But... You know, that's kind of this thing called life. And I have no time to judge anyone. Now, could I? Of course. (laughs) Will I? I will not. I was reading something today that um, reminded me of something. For those of you who happen to be listening to this, if you have a young person present, I hope that you might play this podcast for them. There's something about social media and the connectivity of it all. And we're learning and finding more and more that a lot of people are very lonely, even though they have 10,000 followers, 10,000 followers, 100,000 followers, 9,000 followers, whatever it is. I really joined Facebook a while back when I was promoting a show I was doing about Ray Charles 
It was really the only reason why I got on Facebook. And since I've been on Facebook now, I'm on Twitter and I'm on the gram, (laughs) Instagram. I'm trying to keep up to date because, you know, things keep changing no matter what. As long as you, you know, you, you think you can fight and stay away from certain things. I mean, doing what I do, I realized I've got to go along with what culture is uh, evolving into because nothing stays the same. Anyway, young people, there's something uh, about the journey um, that, uh, you know, sometimes we need some clarity. We need some... uh, I'm just trying to find the correct words to say here. Yes, yes. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the word uh, clarity. But be clear about this. Do not get caught in the trap. There are a lot of young people who are struggling with this whole social media situation because uh, even though you can say you have 10,000 friends, you don't know many of those people, Right. So you have these followers, 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 followers. And most of the time it is follow the follower. Maybe that'll register. Now, you've got to be careful whom you follow. Let me say that again. You have got to be careful whom you choose to follow. Again, now that I'm on the social media situation, I do not take it lightly. Now, a lot of people only put forth the best of themselves. I'm going to put forth the best picture. I'm going to make sure I got the right light. I'm going to make sure you don't see that little bulge coming out of my stomach, right? Everything is so perfect. Everything is. My life is so great. Blessed and highly favored. And, um. I don't want young people or even anyone else who might be listening to this to get caught up in it. Because these things are designed to show the very best of ourselves, right? Nobody really wants to show the struggling side. We just want to show I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning, right? And that's great. I want everybody to win. I want everybody to win. I'm not hating on anyone. But I also want us to be realistic about things. You see, it's a great responsibility to go on to social media. My daughter wants to get on and I'm like, absolutely not. Then one day somebody told me, do you know your daughter's on Instagram? I said, what? She found a way to get on the gram. I was so upset. The way the technology is evolving. uh, Of course she would figure it out, right? Not anymore though. Uh, but all that said, there's a certain responsibility that comes with it, right? Because you got a lot of young kids who are out there putting out certain things, not understanding that they're going to be there forever. When you text, when you Insta, when you face book, when you, you know, Twitter, it, all that it is out there and the world is going to hear it and see it, Right. And I just want people to be careful. So I offer this. I am wounded. I am. I did a podcast about accountability. And 
accountability is something that I did not really fully come to terms with, I don't think. I think sometimes you sweep things under the rug, right? Okay, so let me get back for a second. I'm going to go off. I just want to say, I want people to be careful on social media. Let me just say that. I want you to be careful because I don't want you to just see people always shine and always winning, always showing the Bentleys and the the best dresses and the best shoes and the best sneakers and I got a million dollars and and like they have no struggle in their life. I don't want you to get caught up in that and think that people have not struggled or are not going through things just because they post all of the best parts of their life. I just want to make that clear, okay? You have to be careful, again, about whom you follow. The one thing I know about this life is that Les Brown said you're either going through something, on your way to something, or coming out of something, right? There's no perfect person here on this earth. Even the person who has billions of dollars still has some issues, Okay, they don't have money issues, but they may have some other issues. There are people who have monetary wealth whom die very, very lonely. So money is not everything, but money can solve a lot of problems. It can. You can feed somebody with money. You can set up your child's education with money. You can help out your community with money, right? Money's not bad at all. But what I'm just trying to say is I don't want you to get caught up in the hype of they're just perfect people in the world. Because there is none that doeth good, no, not one. We all try and strive to be our absolute best. But because we are imperfect people, there's just going to be some stuff sometimes. So what can we do to protect ourselves from some of the things that are out there? Now, I offer just a few things. Now, there are many people that I admire, and there's some people I admire from afar. There's some people who are my mentors. There are some people who are my mentors who don't even know they're my mentors. very careful about whom I follow. The one thing I know is that um, we all are going to go through some pain in this life, unfortunately. We're all going to go through some pain in this life, unfortunately. But it's about our thought process and what we think about ourselves that is going to help us to get to the next level. I today know that I am a wounded healer. This is what I believe about myself. I believe that I'm here to serve. But I also know that I am a wounded healer. And I'm taking that on and I'm taking that responsibility. And I take this podcast very seriously. I asked the creator to really work through me to help the words to come out correctly because I want someone who may be going through something to really hear a positive word in some way just to be able to change their mindset to feel as though maybe when times really do get hard that they can actually stay in the game and not give up. This is the point. Now, I can tell you all of the wonderful things that have happened in my life and I've been very blessed over the years. 
But at some point, people get tired of just hearing about, oh, how fabulous you are. Tell me something real. What have you been through? Have you been tested? Have you been tested? See, that's the thing, right? Many people don't want to talk about the process. You just want to talk about the mountaintop experience, but you don't want to talk about all of the rocks that came down, all the times you slipped and fell, all of the times you just made a wrong turn, a wrong decision. You didn't follow the right map. The door was closed, whatever, right? But those are the things, those are the real tools that can help the next generation to really be able to develop into the great men and women that they're going to be by them knowing that they're going to be obstacles, but that they can actually persevere through them and get to next level status. Now, some of you can pass monetary things on to your children, and that's leaving that wealth, that legacy. I pray God I can do that be the one of the first in my family to be able to leave some real wealth for my children and grandchildren. So all of my so-called mountaintop experiences are really not going to help them. What's really going to help them is knowing that I had valley times and that I actually came through the valley times. There's value in the valley. I did a podcast maybe two years ago about the value that's in the valley. Think of this. Back in the day, we used to go and get cameras and we would put the film inside the camera, take the camera, take pictures everywhere, right? 32, 46, whatever it was, right? You'd have to then put it in an envelope, drop it and send it off and they would send it to someone to develop, to develop the pictures and the only way these pictures can be developed is in darkness just think about this for a moment in the darkness that person whom is a pro can take whatever is on that film work its magic in the dark to bring out something Wonderful, some beautiful captured moment. Maybe it's Niagara Falls. Maybe it's the Empire State Building. Maybe it's the Statue of Liberty. Maybe it's the Leaning Tower of Pisa. But before you see that beautiful photo, you know that it was developed in the dark. Think of this for a moment. Think of a seed. A seed cannot grow above ground. It is impossible. Now, when you see a mango seed, do you just see the seed or do you see the mango? What will be? Mango seed will eventually turn into a mango if planted properly, taken care of, cultivated, watered, given sunshine, the proper nutrients, right? Fertilizer, all that good stuff. But it needs darkness to grow into that healthy fruit. It has to be developed in the dark. So I don't want all of you to think that 
because you have setbacks in your life that you cannot get back on your feet because you didn't get that job that you cannot get back in the game. You were on that job for 30 years and they called you in the office and said, you know what, we're letting you go. Now, for a moment, you may think my life is over, right? Some people do because so many people are defined by their jobs. You just think nothing else is going to happen. But that moment could be the moment where it's like, ah, here it is. This is now the darkness. And in the darkness, I'm going to be developed and truly be able to tap into other aspects of my life where I didn't even know I had these abilities, right? You never know. All this stuff, all of this stuff, I'll just say stuff. I could use a very highly intellectual word there, but I'm just going to say stuff. All of this stuff happens in our lives, but let us get to this one word. I want to deal with this one word tonight, and then I'm going to be out of your way. I want to deal with this word philosophy. What is your personal philosophy? Have you really thought about that? What is your personal philosophy on this life, on this journey? Do you actually have one? Are you a follower or are you a leader? Are you the head and not the tail? Are you the lender and not the borrower? Are you a person that is following the followers? Dr. Miles Monroe, whom was a brilliant man, I adore him. He passed away some years back, unfortunately. He used to say an army of sheep led by a lion will always defeat an army of lions led by sheep. Let me repeat that again. An army of sheep led by a lion will always defeat an army of lions led by a sheep. So what is your thought process? What is your philosophy? Sophie. When I was in college, I studied major world religions. And when I studied major world religions, because I was actually studying to be a minister, I had to take philosophy classes. And I learned so very much just about thought process. Aristotle and Socrates and all these brilliant men in the thought process. And Hobbes and so many others. And so many great, great discussions about thought, the power of a thought. I also did a podcast about the power of a thought. Anyway, I'm not going to be long. I'm not going to be long on this, but I just want to say, let us think about this word, the source of philosophy, the source of philosophy. Now, the first thing you have is a precept. Can you say that word precept? P-R-E-C-E-P-T, precept. And a precept is defined as an original idea. An original idea. This is the beginning of your philosophy. What is your original idea even about yourself? Where do I come from? You know, so many questions that you can have. But this is the first one dealing with philosophy. Your precept, your thought, your pre-thought about 
the original this the original idea that you have before you actually have the idea right being that visionary what is the thought your precept think about Elon Musk what was his precept before he got this incredible vision of building the Tesla what about all these great men whom have built bridges saw it the precept the the precept foundation right think about all that what are you thinking what is your original idea about yourself I don't even think a lot of you have even asked yourself that question. The one thing I knew about me was that at 11 years old, I decided who I was going to be. I knew at 11 years old who I was going to be and who I was not going to be. Now, my mother and father had a lot to do with my early development, uh, trying to, you know, make it clear what their original ideas are with religion and other things following laws and all that other stuff but there was an original idea and at 11 I decided that I was going to be something I didn't know what the something was but I decided that I was going to be something so anyway let's move on to the next one priest first you have your preset after you have your preset then you have your concept your concept and that is defined as your conceived thought. See, first you have your precept, which is your original idea, and then you have your concept, which is your conceived thought. So again, I talk about Elon Musk. Let's talk about Apple. Let's talk about all of these things that have just been invented and all the influencers who have come before us they all had an original idea which was their precept and then they had the concept which came after that which was the conceived thought I'm just going to go through a few things that have to do with your philosophy so again you have an original idea for something after you have your original idea then you have your conceived thought from that original idea which was your precept and then you get your concept and then after you get that you have an idea which is your thought your thought this all has to do with philosophy so again you have your original idea you have your conceived eye uh, your conceived thought and then once you conceive the thought then you actually have the thought which is an idea Are you following me? So you have your precept, you have your concept, and then you have your idea. This is deep. But this all has to do with the word philosophy. Then after you get your idea, your thought, then you start to build your ideology, your ideology. And that is your believed thought. Your ideology is your believed thought. Now, we can go deep for a second. I don't know how deep you want to go. I'm not going to go deeper in my voice. But anyway, let's think about this for a moment. There are some people 
Let's go back again. Original idea is your precept, right? And then after you have your precept, you then have your concept, which is your conceived thought. And then you have an idea, which is your thought. And then after you have a thought from your idea, you then begin to build your ideology, which is your belief thought. This is why we have got to be careful about whom we follow, whom's ideology we adapt and adopt and follow. You see, sheep can't do anything but just follow the other sheep's hips in front of them. That's all they do. The shepherd knows how to guide the sheep. Anyway, I don't want to get too deep on you. Let's, let's just stick to this for a second, okay? So you have your original idea. You have your conceived thought. And then you have a thought. And then you have your believed thought. Your ideology. And we can go all the way back to the great. The great Caesars, right? The Caesars had a thought of democracy. They had a thought of it. They never applied it, but they had a thought of democracy. And what happened was then the Romans came in and took the thought from the Greek, from their Greek libraries, and they actually formed democracy, which then democracy went and colonized the entire world with the thought from the Greeks. I gets a little deep there for a second now, doesn't it? I want you to do your research. I want to open up your mind for a second. You see, some podcasts, they just, you know, go on and on about stuff, but they don't provoke thought. I want to provoke your thought tonight. I want you to do some research for yourself because I want you to understand that you are the most important person in your life. You can't lead a family. You can't be a good mom. You can't be a good dad unless you really know. Like, what is my philosophy on life? Right? So I'm just challenging you. So let me go back again. Your philosophy, which is your precept, is your original idea. Then you have a concept, which is your conceived thought. And then you have an idea, which is your thought. And after you have your thought, then that begins to form your ideology. Your believed thought. You believe the thought that you have, right? And so many people believed that in order for uh, certain things to work in certain parts of the world that they took, the Romans did, the thought of the Greeks. The Greeks, again, never really applied democracy, but they had the thought of democracy. And the Romans, again, came and took that thought and applied it. And when they applied it, they took it and they colonized it all around the world. And this is how we formed this word democracy. Right. But again, I want to get back to philosophy, philosophy at the base of all of this. So then after you have your ideology, then you have your theology, which is your belief. Some people don't believe in a higher being, some people do, right? But theology is the love of something, the love of God, the love of something else, the love of 
or the lack of love up, right? Something. Now, there's some people who actually don't believe in anything, good or bad. They're right in the middle. That's their belief. That's their theology, right? So again, let's go back to philosophy. Original idea, the conceived thought, the thought itself, the belief thought, and the belief the precept, the concept, the idea, the ideology, the theology, which then all adds up to philosophy, which is the way of thinking mentally. It's the way of thinking mentally. This is your philosophy. All of these other things happen before we actually get to what our philosophy is, to what we actually think again this is why we have to be careful some people in life they say you're my soulmate right but never ask their soulmate about their philosophy never ask their soulmate about okay you want me to follow you so we're gonna build what we're gonna do what we're gonna have how many kids we're gonna okay do you believe in this do i believe in that what's your philosophy right that's a simple question that's never really asked. It's more, I love you. You're the love of my life. You complete me, right? But we never really talk about each other's philosophies. So again, let me go back just because I don't want this to be a long, long podcast, but I want to provoke thought here. So the source of philosophy, the source, before you get to philosophy, there's source. There's a source that happens. And I'm just giving you some things that lead up to this so you have your precept you have your concept you have your idea you have your ideology your theology which all adds up to your philosophy now i got a little deep tonight i know but i felt like it was necessary now we just celebrated uh celebrated black history month and some people say uh, you know black history month i was blackity black black <laughs> more black during <laughs> black history month but anyway that's just a little joke there but just think of all of the major people whom happened to be of african descent whom were brought over here from africa uh enslaved people who went through so many things and still had a philosophy of this will not define whom I am. My people will make it out, will come through, will be better than, will be greater than. We are not three-fifths of person. We are human. We are loving souls. We are mothers and fathers, kings and queens, grandmothers and grandfathers. Right? I honor all of those people and their philosophies and what they thought. Because I can sit here today, 2020, on a podcast and give my two cents about things because of certain people's philosophy that they didn't actually follow. They actually developed their own philosophy. Now, we can go deep. And um, I hope to one day be able to have open conversations with some of you about philosophy and ideology. And maybe even theology. Major world religions is a major, major thing. 
So anyway, good people, young people, think about your philosophy. There are things that are set up before you lock into what you think your personal philosophy is that you're going to follow in your life in order for you to be successful. So you have to have a precept. You have to have an original idea. And once you get your original idea, then you have a concept. And that's your original thought. And then after you do that, you have the idea, which is your thought. And then once you have your thought, you then begin to have your ideology, which is your believed thought. And then you can, if you want to, you can get into theology if you choose to. And that is your belief. What do you believe? Do you believe in anything greater than you, than yourself? Then after you do all of that, this is how then you form into what is your philosophy, your way of thinking, your mentality. You see, a lot of people are following people who have a certain type of philosophy and it is not very good. And I will not get specific, but I think a lot of you may know what I'm talking about. You see, back in the day, a lot of my ancestors were hanged because they did not believe the philosophy of being enslaved or feeling like people can own them and they ran for their lives and there were people who would hunt them down and hang them there were people who would lie and say that a whole community deserves to be punished because someone told a lie a philosophy a thought a mentality and came and destroyed a whole town of vibrant working people who pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. I told that story. We've got to be careful about our own personal philosophy. I understand there is no universal moral code that any of us committed to following one specific thing, right? We're all going to have our own philosophy, but we do have free will. We do have choice now. And you can be careful about whom you follow, whom you follow. But then the other question is, are you a follower or are you a leader? Are you an innovator? Are you someone who has your own philosophy and says, you know what? This thing is incorrect. And I've got to correct it and I've got to stand up and say something opposite of what, excuse me, this other person's philosophy is, which is completely wrong, which is completely against this humankind. We all have the power with all of our individual philosophies to change the trajectory of things. And again, I will not get into this whole political situation because it's not my place, right? But what I can try to do as a wounded healer is tell you that some of my philosophies have kept me from many, many things, from getting in a lot of situations, uh, not following things that a lot of people were doing, fast money. Uh, growing up, I was approached by many people to go out and, you know, sell drugs and all that and run this for me. And, but my philosophy 
kept me. This is not the right thing to do. It may be okay for you, but it's not okay for me. And I will not end up like that. And so I cannot do that. And that's just a personal philosophy. And some people get caught up in it because they don't know whom they are. They have not learned how to develop a philosophy for themselves. This is why the incarceration rate is the way that it is, because so many people are searching for power. So many people are searching for power and how to get out of certain situations because they've not developed their own personal philosophy. They would rather follow someone than have their own clear thought. And sometimes, yes, you may have to pay a price for having your own thought, but at least it's your thought. And it's not what you did. I'm not following you. I know I can't walk into that store and so-called stick up this person because like, no, that's wrong. We're both going to end up someplace that we don't even need to be. I'm not following your philosophy. Your philosophy is one that does not line up with mine. And that's only when you are clear. When you have your precept, your concept, your idea, your ideology, your theology, which then forms into your philosophy. Now, yes, I know this was a long podcast. I didn't plan on it being a long podcast. These things just kind of happen. They just kind of flow through me. But I hope that this might have helped you out a little bit. I watched some of the Combine NFL And these young men are tremendous, tremendous athletes. They're gifted. What if some of their philosophies were not on the training? What if they're like, you know what? I got a little bit of ability that the creator gave me, but I'm not going to work harder on it. I'm not going to be able to, you know, get out there and train, train, train. And uh, I'll, I'll just have it. And they'll offer me an NFL contract without me having to run this 40, right? And you watch these guys and you can see their philosophies all over them with their body types and how hard they work out when they know they can change the trajectory of their lives and two generations after them, their philosophy is like, no, this is my moment. I will run this 40 in four seconds. What? I mean, come on. I will bench press 250 pounds 50 times. Come on. That is a strong philosophy. Whether you think so or not, it is their way of thinking. It is their mentality. It is the Kobe Bryant Mamba mentality. Philosophy. That's why so many people respected that young man because his philosophy was that I'm gifted, but I'm going to work hard. I'm going to keep working hard. I won one championship. I won two championships. I won three. I won four. I want five. I want to beat Mike. I want six. I want seven, right? Because of the way of thinking, not being satisfied. In my favorite book, there is something that I discovered. They were talking about sheep and how dumb sheep are. (laughs) And I know that's wrong to say. It's wrong to say. I know. But it is a fact. It is a fact, okay? But in my favorite book, they talk about anointing your head with oil. 
And the reason that the shepherds would put oil on the sheep's head is because the sheep would be so out of it that they would stick their noses into holes as they were walking. And when they would stick their noses into the holes, this is when the snakes would bite them. The poisonous snakes would bite them. But when they put, when the shepherd put the oil on the head, the oil was actually a repellent and the snakes could not bite them. And that's why they would anoint their heads with oil. Now the sheep didn't know they were doing that, right? But they put their head down there then and the snake can't bite them because it's a repellent. Something that I discovered. Anyway, all that said, good people, you are tremendous. You are a gift to this world. You are perfection. And even in your imperfection, you are still perfect. If nobody told you, you are fantastically made. You are wonderfully made. You are an inspiration and a gift to this world. And your philosophy your philosophy deserves to be noticed. Don't be a follower. Be a leader. Be an innovator. Be someone whom others want to follow because you have a positive philosophy. History will have its eye on you on all of us and what will history say of all of these moments that are happening now some people may be winning big now but history is going to maybe tell a different story in Hamilton Lin-Manuel wrote history has its eye on you So what are you going to do? You owe the earth something. You were blessed and born into this world. What are you going to bring forth with the power of your thought, with the power of your philosophy? There should be some books written. There should be some songs written. There should be some sermons preached. Don't let them go with you to the grave. Use the most powerful part of the human body, which is your brain. And dig deep. And think of all the people who can be touched by your philosophy. By what you think, by your mentality, by your thinking, by all of the things that you thought that you want to bring into fruition your original idea which is going to turn into a conceived thought and then that conceived thought is actually going to turn into a thought and that thought is going to turn into a belief thought and that belief thought is going to turn into belief and that belief is going to turn into a way of thinking which is your mentality which is that Kobe Bryant Mamba mentality, that Michael Jordan mentality, that Nelson Mandela mentality. 
and Mother Teresa mentality. So many others. You are tremendously gifted and talented. You are wonderfully made. And I apologize that sometimes I go on and on, but sometimes we don't hear it enough. We hear all the negative things in this life, but nobody actually takes the time to say you matter, you're beautiful. When I look in your eyes, I see a spark that is just amazing. When I see you smile, it makes my heart happy. You are a gift to this world. You are brilliantly and wonderfully made. Bring something forth before your time is up here on this earth. Stay true to your philosophy. Don't waver. Stay true to what you believe. Don't follow. Be a leader. Innovate. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I also want to thank you for choosing to subscribe to this podcast. And if there was one or two things in here that helped you, maybe pass it on to someone else. It's only $5. What a gift to give. The power of thought. My desire is to bring to the world goodness. And I am not ever going to sit here and tell you that my life is perfect because it is not. I'm a work in progress. And as much as I talk to you, I talk to myself. I speak over myself just as much as I speak word of some type of healing to you. Even though I don't know you, You're wonderfully made. And if nobody told you today, I love you. I didn't hear it today, but that's okay. I'm going to tell myself, love you. <laughs> You're the man, right? Treat yourself well. Live your dreams. Don't leave this earth without doing something that you love for you. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes in the year, one hundred and sixty-eight hours in the week. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I will talk to you all a little later.